Awesome. Here we are, live over the internet through BBS, with our Monday evening wildcard call with Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona. Today it is December the 6th, 2021, and as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. We have a few people here that joined in on the phone line. Thank you for being here. If you want to, feel free to say your names and location. Antonio in California. Good evening, Antonio. Welcome. Hi, hi. Thank you for being here. Pauline from New York. Hello, Pauline. Welcome. Hi, Pauline. It's already December. It is. Time went by really fast. Yeah. You you have the background noise, it's kind of like there's water running or something, Antonio. I do. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Feel free to say any my location. Hi, this is Terry. Hi. Hello, Terry. Welcome. Hi, Terry. Hi. I turned off my fan. How is it now? It's still there. It is. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say a name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. I hear my computer fan. Hello, Wynn. Welcome. Hi, Wynn. It's probably my computer fan. All right. I could hear it. Well. Happy Monday evening. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. It's Cecil. Near Seattle. Welcome. Welcome, Cecil. Thank Hi, you. Hi. And the next caller to join in, welcome. Please say your name or location. Hi, hi. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. Good evening, Jeannie. Welcome. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, everybody. And welcome to all of you guys listening in online through BBS. Thank you for being here. Eyes. Um, I'm I'm alone with my wife tonight. My my daughter has to work, and I'm not sure what will happen on the seven o'clock call. Um, All right. Can we have Can we have somebody standing by just in case I'm not in a position sure. to do my part? Thanks for the heads up. Probably Joy would do it if we asked her. Right. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna. How come you don't? How come you don't ask me? Well, I didn't know you were here. You 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 get to do mm-hmm. it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm way, how's, your ma- hmm? how's your mouth? How's your mouth today? How's my mouth? My mouth is sore today. 
I've got mm-hmm. two big bruises right under my on either side of my chin. They look like parentheses, <laughs> big teardrop mm-hmm. uh, bruises. I look pretty pretty awful right at the moment. And uh, well, my daughter, you don't have to worry. We can't tell. Yeah, okay. that's good. Count your mm-hmm. blessings. <laughs> I, yeah. I should I should send you. A, Send you a picture of it just so you see what it's like. All right. All right. Thank you guys for, for all you do. <clears throat> thanks for giving thank, me in the light. Thank, thank you, too. My sister, Someone else in. Happy those Monday. Are, Welcome. Please send him a location. Roger in Austin. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. And welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Yes, Lauren from Forks, Washington. Welcome, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hey, Roger, I I enjoyed that. Victor Borgia. Is that how you say his name, Borgia? That's how I wrote the whole thing, yeah. Pretty cool. Borgia. Did you see yeah, it, Yes, I did. You know, if any of you want to get on Roger's email list, send me an email. Because he sends really cool things out that you would never discover otherwise, okay? And they're usually uplifting. Usually. Not like my emails. <laughs> Is is Victor Borges still alive? I don't I think, think so. No. Oh, it's in the nineties, I think, right now. Maybe I think he's still alive. But I'm not sure. Oh, well, he could be. Could be. There's probably other Victor Borges ago. Antonio, do you know who Victor Borges is? I do not. Penis. He was my favorite. Yeah, he's a comedian. Pianist. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He is really such. His, his, his humor is so subtle and so pointed and unique. But I think it's over Nobody Antonio's head. The way he does it. No. There's probably a Victor Borga still alive. Who? Victor Barga. Okay, I'm going to start. And and I've queued up to play uh, a replay of yesterday's Sunday call, which I titled Tears from Heaven. And, um, and it was the rock group expressing their joy at having connected with a group like ours and that we're not screwing it up. And um, and you know, most people screw this up, but of course I'm not famous enough yet to screw it up, so give me a chance. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but we'll try. 
do our best. And so, here we go. By the way, we're not still recording like, yet. Oh. Are you ready? Okay. So, Victor Borg, yeah. Borg, he passed away in 2000, in the year 2000, at the age of nine. Okay. All right. Today it is uh, December the 6th. Muted. Here we go. The recording has started. This is December 6, 2021. Wynn and Terry in Sedona. Terry, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. We're only going to let Terry say hello today, okay? Because we did a pretty long and intense channeling yesterday, which I'm going to play back. And I called it Tears from Heaven, because this has never happened before. But our sources uh, actually got very emotional on the line, because they were so happy that they could have a group they could connect with that was able to keep the purity of the connection without screwing it up, okay? And uh, that's because of all you guys and because of Terry and I who are getting it. And it's really rare for people to get it in this realm. It's uh, the raw group that was actually expressing in that way. And... um, and when we were doing this call, time was passing so fast that I can't even remember what we talked about, you know? And and you might have had that same experience. It was like, uh, I've had that before on calls, on Sunday calls, where there's a time warp. So here we go. Tears from heaven. Total sense to you, please just disregard it. As we are only here to assist, and if we say something that uh, you just does not make sense to you, then you can't use it, but you might wish to mull it over. We are very interested in the conversation that has been going on uh, of all aspects of these different questions. We take a look at the difference between presence and energy, and we maybe take a deeper look here, and we see that the presence uh, is identifiable, and the identifiableness of a presence is the different components the the presence has taken on and is emulating. And if there is a distortion 
which presences uh, do take on distortions. What is that distortion uh, made of? Uh, is the distortion between two um, different um, paradigms, the, uh, the uh, original one is of the one infinite creator and has no distortion? And what is taken on uh, has a distortion. Uh, and so the individual in uh, the difference between the straight presence with no distortion as much as possible, uh, which is uh, if one is beginning to work into the uh, realms, uh, is starting uh, to take on aspects of the realms, and he's within it a uh, uh, complex of uh, duplication to the uh, distortion of that particular uh, aspect of the realm is other frequencies that uh, are beginning to be taken on that become involved. We would like to run that by Lauren um, and get his comments on that. Can you unmute Lauren? Just a moment. Lauren, this star six. I'm not finding you yet. There he is. I thought yeah, he did it. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't quite get all that, but I I, I got the flavor. Um, I got interrupted. Um, at any rate, the I sense a uh, it's a perception uh, when I get a present. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a clear presence. Um, yes. And uh, uh, there's uh, there's no uh, 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 there's a uh, there's a fundamental uh, there's a, a hmm, distortion uh, term. There's um, I pick up the being, okay, yes. and. Uh, and it's and there's uh, more than one aspect to that when I uh, when I pick up the being, um, uh, it's it's completely clear. Uh, so yes. it's like a there's no uh, there's nothing in between. No, there's nothing in between um, me, the being, and yes. this other being. Yes. And, then there's a, uh, there's an aspect that the other being is uh, of like a role that they're playing, if you will. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, uh, they're they're being something or someone uh, that that sort of thing. Yes. So you get that. So you get that uh, uh, that in there, and that's that's 
that I guess you could call that a distortion. Um, yes. And now, now there's the aspect of okay, there, there's uh, uh, there's energy now involved, and there's a. Uh, uh, it, it's more like a spatial displacement, if you will. Yes. Um, and uh, and before there was energy. There was space, the creation of space yes. itself. Okay, and the uh, yes. Um, so you could say this uh, uh, this being is is kind of like a bubble, if you will. All right. Yes. And the uh, and <clears throat> so uh, that spatial displacement could be huge. Uh, it could take up the entire universe. Uh, yes. In a uh, physical universe, it could be uh, it could be tiny, uh, down to a, uh, a subatomic particle, if you will. But it's not a subatomic particle is not even a particle. But uh, uh, yes, <laughs> it could be uh, taken as such. And the uh, uh, so there, uh, there's a quality, there's a quality there uh, in the uh, when I uh, meet a new presence. There is a quality that defines that individual from some other individual, and yes. that uh, that quality is that is that role that they're playing, if you will, right? Yes, yes. And then there's um, uh, then you can start uh, then you can start picking up uh, like a, a frequency, uh, yes, uh, a, a rhythm. A frequency is not the same thing as a rhythm. Um, right. Um, the, uh, the frequency is like something that's that's cyclic uh, and continuously without this, uh, without that without additional distortion. It, it could be extremely high frequency. It could be extremely low, um, but it's there. And then, uh, and then. Uh, there could be uh, like a uh, coloration of uh, uh, like we see different colors uh, in the yeah. visible end of the, uh, the uh, electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, and but that's only that's only partial a uh, part of the electromagnetic spectrum. That's a really small part of it. And uh, but there are other colors yeah. involved uh, that we don't see. Okay. Yes. We don't see them with our eyes. It's there. Right. Yes. It's the entire. It's the entire spectrum that's there, and the. Yes. But that that spectrum is like a um, uh, an overlay. Yes, uh, and there's different objects. Yes. 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 Like like when you're talking about uh, uh, densities. Those are different octaves. Yes. And they, uh, uh, within within um, y- yes, they are different uh, parts of different octaves. Yeah, and the uh, um, so uh, what, what's the reality of one octave is not the same reality as another octave. That they're different qualities that make uh, that make them distinctive. And the uh it is correct yeah and uh, um, 
so you get you can get that all the way down in the material. And now, uh, like when when you're talking about feeling, all right, that's dealing with energy. That's dealing yes. with the manifestation. And the uh, uh, so I mean, he's good at that. He's good at. I mean, very feeling or, or oriented. Uh, but on the other, on the other side of that is the uh, a, a feeling that's a reaction to something. How you how you how you physically, emotionally, phys- you know, uh, spiritually responding to something. And the uh, uh, there's an action on the other side of uh, on the on the flip side of that, so to speak, uh, where um, uh, you're emitting. That, yes. That emission uh, is is an energy, but it's uh, but it's active rather than responsive. Yes. Is that what is that what you're getting? Yes, totally. Oh, okay. Okay, listen, okay. listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute this, all right? Because I, I said but, earlier. Uh, we to... are going somewhere here. We we yeah. are going somewhere here. Um. We are sorting out this uh, question of is it an energy or is it a presence or is it a presence that is uh, identified by the different distortions it has taken on, which are emitting different um identification factors of that particular presence. And this is how you can identify who or what the presence is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the whole point here is like, how can we uh, be on the same page as you and, uh, and be able to, uh, um, uh, advance, if you will, advance yes. in, in our conscious uh, conscious awareness. Correct. Yeah. Like a drill. <laughs> what can we do to do? <laughs> First, I have to define what it is, and then and then what can we do to uh, improve improve our own capacities? Yes. And how can we use this to take a look at uh, the deep part of what is really going on here? Yeah. So I mean, we, have we are gone we, we are enga- we are engaged with you right now, okay? And, yes. And as we're engaged. Of course, we hear a voice coming through Terry. As we're yes. engaged... We are more than a voice. We are a combination of an aspect of the Well group and an aspect of the European group that are conformed to respond at this point uh, based upon the input that people are asking and we change momentarily in our composition depending upon uh, what 
is needed to match uh, the energies and the questions and the um, uh, responses to go collect what is needed to get uh, this um, upbeat for us for um, the answers or the or more data or something to help us re- resolve these differences in looking at something. Uh, there is various distortions in the way each of you are looking at this and how to minimize the distortions and maybe uh, break down the similarities or the details between being a presence and being an energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, but going back to what I said, I said the first indication is words coming through Terry. And you are either forming the words or you're giving her pictures that she turns into words. Words are very minimal. We are dealing with huge concepts. Yeah, but the words are hooked on to concepts, but the physical manifestation... Words are very small way of describing this. Mm-hmm. We are... No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not describing you. I'm not describing you as words. I'm saying that is at least one manifestation of yourselves in this realm. Words through Terry. We are not only putting forth words, but the words have huge concepts that are backing up the words. And these concepts uh, have hologramic manifestation that we are presenting to you. However, your um, senses and your hearing and your eyes are located in third density, and it, you could reach beyond third density to begin to sense the rest of the picture as we are presenting it. But we recognize the limited, limited perceptions of Terry and and uh, and your physical body manifestations. So there is a different part of the brain that you can access that jumps uh, densities and can begin to perceive with us as we present uh, the greater concepts. Uh, You know, as as we were talking about this, I was reminded of a poem that I wrote. And I, I want to read it. It's pretty short, and I want you to tell me if I'm if I if I have accessed what you're talking about in this poem because I think I have. Okay? okay, it's called the journey the journey of a poem. They're not just printed words; it's energy manifesting into words. It's all of creation grouping into sentences trying to make sense from nonsense. 
reaching your eyes and from your eyes to your mind and from your mind to your heart. And hopefully you will get it. You will experience the energy and the creation which came before the words. So when we finally meet, we will know that we've met before and we'll have spontaneous understanding. And the journey of a poem will have come to an end and the journey of a poet will have just begun. Thank you. We see that there is a heavier emphasis on energy and the funneling of creation into energy. So if you can tip the emphasis here, as you have started to uh, indicate to the creation and before the creation, uh, if you can tip it away from the energy response to the creative response, then you got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. All right. Beautiful poem. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Can okay. I ask a quick question if uh, if there is a, a proper time for this regarding this? Who is that? Is that Master Mitri? Joe. No. no, it's Joe. Joe. Excuse me. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you so much. Uh, I was wondering if there is any um, real uh, benefit uh, in uh, all of us understanding, um, what I should say, getting uh, something more that uh, Ron is trying to present with the words and the holograms that uh, we are not seeing because of our 3D limitations. What is the real benefit if somehow all of us were able to get the words and get the full understanding on the holograms, and as um, Lawrence said, somehow we become on the same page, $20, $40, $100 on this call. What, if anything, is the, the actual measurable benefit if we could achieve that? Thank you. Thank you. We love your question. Yes, there is a benefit here. Uh, you are sucked in uh, generally uh, with the, an individual in the third density. You're sucked into the limitations of the third density. And as you begin to get what we are, the wider program that is present, not just that we are presenting, but that is present for you at all times, you begin to expand your awareness and your opportunities and your ability to move into a higher density. Does that make us a part of the same, uh, as not the same as you, but I mean kind of on the same page or a, a same part of the group energy to where in understanding and reaching the point that we just discussed, we kind of become a greater creators uh, almost on a level of, um, I'm not going to say you, but something like that. We expand our abilities so that we can become a part of what we're talking about and or what we're trying jointly to achieve. Is this basically a bottom line of our success or failure in achieving this level? Thank you. 
Well, we, there is no failure. You are where you are, and you are stepping. You have the ability to step up into a wider view of everything, which gives you more opportunity for advancement in your evolution. I see. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm kind of zeroing in simply on a possible day-to-day, moment-by-moment, in-the-now achievements and changes and contributions that we can make in being in that state. Essentially, if I achieve that state, or I say today, and I happen to live another 100 years, uh, presumably, I should be living every moment of those hundred years in the same state and therefore creating and achieving. Is this something that is um, kind of, uh, if can be sustained, uh, part of our actual reaching that level so that we are constantly uh, creating and, and, and affecting as opposed to just kind of living and breathing uh, like everybody else? I mean, is there any measurable, achievable change that we can say, okay, we can contribute A if, if we can reach B. Is, is there a kind of uh, a, a sense of achievement or a goal that we can set in trying to do what we're trying to do here and not just random stuff where one Sunday is um, uh, yellow, the next Sunday is purple, the next Sunday is orange, but can we uh, actually strive for a, a achievable level that we can contribute every second of our life as opposed to just the calls or anything else that we are doing? That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, Joe, you are achieving that, and it, it may not be apparent uh, because you are within your sphere working. However, uh, you are achieving advancement, uh, and as you advance further, the advances you are achieving now will become real to you. Um, so uh, it is not just the calls where you are working to advancement. It is in your daily life, in your daily prayers, in the way you look at things, in the way you live your life. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you, and I thank you. We love you, too. You are a presence in our group soul in earth uh, advancement. The voices are weaving together. Thank you. Is that is that the Rod group or the Elohim group or both just now? We went to the La group just now. It is so good to be able to have a voice. We lost Carla's voice for a while. Jim is bringing up some also. It is very hard to achieve contact and it means 
Steve-O. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. And I just wanted to check. I thought that was you because I noticed the change in presentation and frequency in that moment. We love you. You have been working so hard and so long at uplifting, attempting to uplift this dimension. And we get it. Um, your isolation of the individuals in your realm is our isolation. That is why we consider your density physical universe a valley of sorrow. If you can connect, you can increase evolution. Thank you. Thank you. Let me let me let me look up at another thing that somebody brought up. If we can tie it in. Um, the first thing had to do with, and it's not something we have talked much about, the angelic realm and unseen, unseen guides and helpers. Uh, does the Ra group interface with the angelic realm, or are you totally independent of it? We interface with the angelic realm as the same way we interface where we can with the physical universe, with the physical universe, your realm, your density. We interface with the angelic realm where they need help and where we are able to contribute. Could you give an very example of... tuned very well, so we do not need the I am raw tuning right now. Mm-hmm. Um, could you give an example of how you interface, with, interface specifically in instance with the angelic realm? We hear their call when they have a situation that they are struggling with and ask for help of the one infinite creator or any positive aspect of the universal energy or the universal presence that would possibly be able to shed light upon their issue. Is the angelic realm completely positive, service to others? The angelic the angels are tasked with service to other 
do teas and gifts and angels is able to contribute to others in a greater way, they are rewarded by allowing their wings to add more volume. Okay, question. Is the angelic realm uh, in fourth density, or does it spread into fifth, sixth, and higher densities? There are various angelic presidents from the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Mm -hmm. They are all needed there. And they can all interface with our dimension, yes? There is a ranking and an organization in heaven. The organization provides abilities to funnel or channel the um, duties and responsibilities and jobs uh, into meaningful assistance. Thank you. Um, do angels move between dimensions or do they tend to stay in one? I shouldn't, I should use the word density because that's your word. Do they tend to stay in one density and operate from there? They are tasked to move into their density when needed. When an individual crossing over needs assistance to move into the light and the light then will help the individual cross over densities to the higher density by um, examining the Attachments, the um, the uh, how the individual is holding on to the energies and situations within the third density, and showing them a higher um, frequency of a higher uh, intensity of light that they can move into and then merge and increase their level of light uh, to the point where they can move in uh, in coincidence with uh, the heaven realm and can begin to operate 
in that realm. You used the word casting when angels are cast as if there was some intelligence that was giving them tasks. Was that correct yes, in my understanding? It is correct. There, there is a hierarchy in heaven, not a hierarchy of better men, but a tasking force that is able uh, to manage the operation and keep it um, organized and operational. Mm -hmm. And um, say, for example, you know, we've all heard, or most of us have heard the story of Carrie who was visiting her friend John in the hospital, and an angel came down through the tone of light and we drew... We sent that angel, and the angels that are sent are similar in build to the body type of the individual being worked with to give familiarity and... Um, Resonance in size, the the individual will feel comfortable in um in, in um, working with or being worked with. So, when you said we sent that angel, who was we? Is that the Ra group, the Elohim group, or something else? No, the angelic administration. There is a a unique way of keeping track of those that are calling for heaven, as well as the law group has a way of keeping track of those calling for the law group, or uh, it doesn't have to have a name, something that the law group can help with. We also, in heaven, have a way of keeping track of those that are um, sitting to cross over, and if it is something that would be beneficial, they would be open to coming uh, into the heaven realm and being worked with. If they are open uh, to that potential, that maybe what you call ascension, um, yeah, we can bring those individuals in and we can match them with angelic uh, beings that work with them to prepare them to cross over to the heaven realm. So we're talking right now to the administrative group, to the angelic realm. Yes. Okay. And we are very I mean, busy right now. I, I would imagine because you have to deal with you have to deal with billions of people, right? Or as many as them we tune keep in. track of. We keep we it, it is sorted out by those that are asking and calling. Mm hmm. All right. 
You know what? This is a big topic, and it's nice to have you um, coming in and answering these questions. And if you like, maybe we'll have a full session on the Sunday talking more about the angelic realm. We are willing. Okay. And, um, you know, I mean, what we're doing is so amazing. It's so amazing because we are creating, we are increasing, uh, tell me if I'm correct on this. It seems to me we are increasing the level of affinity of all these major groups on the other side uh, in, in developing. That is a byproduct. Is a byproduct of what we're doing. Yes. And it's very hard to believe we're doing that. I mean, we're, I'm just a little human. And here... Uh, you are not a little human. We do not agree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are bigger than your life. <laughs> I'm, bigger than a little, I'm bigger than a little human. <laughs> well, I'm still in a little human body. And um, in any case... It just it blows my mind that what we're doing is like affecting the universe and not just affecting our planet. In fact, we might be affecting the universe more than we're affecting the planet. I don't know. It seems like... Uh, you are uh, affecting what you are affecting. Yes. Okay. Now, let me see here. Kathleen... Now, I wrote down a note on what she said, pass-through distortions. In other words, she talks about accessing ascension and and uh, passing through distortions to be able to access ascension. In other words, wanting to graduate from this realm, which is how I describe ascension, and that there is many levels of graduation. Okay, it's not one size fits all. Depends on the person's ability to access the portal of a certain dimension, and they can graduate into that density or dimension. And um, we prefer density. I know you do. That's why I keep changing it. Okay, but. Um, Am I saying that accurately in the way I just described it? Uh, could you rephrase that? Well, in other words, a lot of times the word ascension is used as if one size fits all. But that's not true. That uh, There are many places. Once you graduate from the need to have an incarnation on planet Earth, there are many places to go at different densities. And you can access the density depending on what you've done while you were alive. Or perhaps there's some yes, halfway the house. thing of it is, if you um, wish to... Uh, explore instead of just jump to the fifth or the sixth. If you wish to explore opportunities or if one wishes to 
come back and have another incarnation in the earth plane. If one wishes to explore all that, heaven is a perfect place, is there are experienced angels that can work with you and explore, and you get a chance to say how you feel and to be presented with different opportunities uh, from uh, helpers in the heaven realm. Mm-hmm. Now, the heaven realm, there's a, there's a heaven realm for planet Earth, but uh, different planets and different... There are different aspects of the heaven realm. For instance, there are different races on Earth, and there are different needs and cultural differences in the different uh, races. So there have evolved uh, uh, other uh, between areas, as you would say, that work specifically uh, within different races in grasp uh, uh, their cultural uh, meanings. That's what I thought. So in any case, trying to address Kathleen's questions, because she's trying to understand what it takes for her to ascend, I think. She's trying to grasp it intuitively so she can aim for that if she wants to. Okay? And she says... Today or... um, With... You... You... uh, He's a um, love of family, and this uh, may be a conflict. Uh, however, if you um, take a look, that uh, one can move into the heaven realm and have conversations there. And then have ability to, from that position, to move back and work with family more, uh, or with other aspects. He's been incomplete in your past. Uh, desires that were cut short. Uh, these will uh, bring you back to Earth for another try, uh, you may take a look at that uh, and may wish to um, work with it within your mind complex and see what things were cut short and that you have a yearning to complete that hang there and could bring you back should you desire to move on to a higher plane. It's not necessarily a bad thing to come back, okay? It's like... Lessons are provided wherever you go, 
And the lessons that you need will be the next things that are put in front of you. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let me uh, let me ask one question here, and it has this to do. This would be our last question. Yeah, that, that's for that's what I was thinking. Before. I think we have touched on everybody. Anyway, um, except Edward. Yeah, well, I'm going to bring Edward up. That's what, the one I'm going to ask about here. Okay. And Edgar was in a spiritual group. Edward or Edgar? Edward. I don't know that we have an Edgar here. His name is Edgar. Edward. Uh, He was in a spiritual group that talked about sound. Go ahead. Talked about sound current. Uh, um, And we talked about uh, the, the the chant of you, which um, as opposed to the more standard chant of Om, suggesting that you brought you to a higher place in chanting, and um, yes, and yes, and I went. I was, uh, there's a number of teachers, spiritual teachers, that use this context of light and sound. Uh, Kirpal Singh, I believe, did. The guy that I studied when I was younger. And I could feel yes. the, uh, the Christ and energy in the room when I would be in his presence. And it was the first we time. We would I, be lying. We would take a look and see that the uh, sound complex interfaces with the chakra system and the two different systems of oming, or is the other one ewing? What is the second one? You. 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 We would suggest that those contain different oscillations that would interface with the chakra systems and open up different areas within the individual chakra system, which could then open up inflowing energies uh, and open up um, the further connection of the the medians to the connection with the star complex and would take an individual to a different level. Well, I think that's exactly what I figured out. That as you say a sound, that sound vibrates in your body, in a certain area of your body, and opens up the chakra in that area. Yes. So if you're doing... And then you can interface, the DNA can then uh, shift 
you take that into account and you can interface in a different way or a more advanced way or a higher mm-hmm. level. So it's a way, it's a way to activate your DNA. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So just to give an example for people and you can confirm that I'm correct. You know, the most famous um, mantra is OM. And if you do an OM, it starts out, OM. It starts out in your solar plexus. OM. And then... Yes, mm, you have M- gone over this previously. Earlier yeah. on, you, you, you discussed this and you were correct. Yeah. And the M sound goes into your higher chakras. And the U sound does not start as low. It starts almost immediately yes. in the higher yes. chakras. Yes, the G. Third eye. Yes. Third eye, yeah. And starts to activate that. And on that note, we're going to move into our healing list. Boy, <laughs> this has been an amazing call. And um, it's always dangerous when I let people pick the topics. <laughs> we love it when you let people choose topics. And I, I thank everybody who uh, put a topic in. I hope I didn't miss anybody. And we'll do it again, and there'll be more chances. It, it. And this is when in the real world. And... Um, We're going to move right on to part two of this call, which is Whole Planet Healing, here on BBS Radio. BBS dropped out. They dropped out? Yes. How long did they go for? I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, everybody knows the phone number for Whole Planet Healing. So, hang on. Hang on a second. Unmuted. Uh, I'm just curious. Did you guys get? Did you guys get anything more out of that one hearing it today than yesterday? Sure. So, fellas, Joy, please listen well, to BBS. Joy, uh, pardon me. I don't know. I think it's coming through her phone. Anyway, let's move over to Whole Planet Healing Seven O Two. All right. Now, did you say we're not on BBS right now, or we are? Correct, correct. We are not. And they're also not on the... They're also not on Hope Land Healing yet. No. Bonnie's no. unable to be on the call. And uh, so if you could She's tell when that he'll need to prepare a reading. Good evening. Welcome to, Welcome to the call. Oh, go ahead, Vice. 
Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? <laughs> Hi, Roger, Antonio. It's Joy. Hi, Roger. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Hi, Jennifer. Hi, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hi, Joy. Hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. I was here, but I wasn't here. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hey, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Cecil, real quick question. Does my yes. voice sound better to you now that I have my earphones back? Yes. Okay, oh, good, yeah. good, good, good. Okay. okay. Just, good. Just, concentrate on keep, just concentrate on keeping your fingers away from the mic. <laughs> Welcome okay, to okay. Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Yes, hi, this is Sarah from Chicago. Hi, hi Sarah. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Hi, Jackie. 705, Vin, can you hear me? Hi, Antonio. Uh, no, I can't. I can't hear you. Okay, good. We can't hear you either. Um, Tommy <laughs> is not here, Vin. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Something went wrong. Please try again. Uh-uh. All right, then. I will, I will read something. Okay. Antonio. Hi, Juanita. Hi, hola. Hola, senorita. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Scott, Hi, Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Scott. Hi Terry. Hi. Hi Terry. Hi. I'm going to mute the phone lines. Thank you all for being here. Muted. Jackie, will you do the presentation or you win? Uh, okay. Let Let Jackie do it if she's here. And um. But hello to everybody on BBS. Let me just say that if you're listening to this call you pro and you just happen to tune in, you probably don't realize what you've gotten yourself into. And uh, let's listen through a total thing. This is, can you believe we're doing something that has never happened in this realm? hard to believe. Even I have a hard time believing it, but it just keeps proving itself. We have created a communications with the two group souls that have intervened throughout the history of mankind and often been thought of as God. But they're not God in the way people think of God. The way they describe it is they're like higher dimensional big brothers. Because they're in a higher dimension, they're able to do manipulations of reality that would look like miracles. And uh, we're going to read an excerpt from one of my conversations with them, which Jerry Brown has, has, has uh, channeled. 
And I'm going to turn it over to Jackie to be the transition facilitator. Thank you, Wynn. Has the recording started? No, we're going to start right now. Here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Monday, December 6th of 2021. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. Well, we love Mondays and Wednesdays because we get to share our call with the BBS radio listeners. So thank you all for joining us and adding your energy to our efforts tonight. In the previous hour, well, actually, just a few minutes ago, um, you heard Wynn give a brief review of how this work began. And in the previous hour, you experienced um, a channeling with Terry Brown, bringing in information from the Elohim. Now, I will uh, focus on introducing you to this call, the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. It's an open call, but those who consistently come into this call are driven to be of service and want to make this world a better place. Today and every evening, this call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight or who are listening to a replay, and our sources. These sources have indicated that they are adding their energy to our requests for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us, while always keeping in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. So let's begin with our usual suggestions. Let go of any distractions from your day. Get comfortable relax, become centered and grounded, and let's gather and focus this elevated group energy and prepare to tackle and shift the issues that concern us tonight. So we will now officially begin the call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining 
the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And I take it, turn it back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, Winfrey and Terry Brown are with us on the call tonight, and they'd like to share a few words. And then afterwards, Win will be doing a reading of one of the channeled messages since Bonnie can't be with us this evening. Win? Thank you. So as I said earlier, we are interfacing with these two group souls who have played huge parts in what we could call the evolution of mankind. And they decided to make a connection with me through a new girlfriend who was channeling, who would interrupt whatever we were doing and tell me, those guys want to talk to you again. And I'm not a believer in things so quickly. I had to vet them. I had to ask them over and over different questions. But, well, how did they do this? And they answered me. And they didn't answer me as if you would expect God would answer you. They answered me as they said, Consider us a friend in a higher dimension, and we can help you and your planet, and you can help us because your planet is screwed up, so to speak, and um, a lot of negative things are having control in it. And it took me about three years to say, I think this is legitimate. And my partner, Terry Brown, was the person who they would speak through. And she's going to say hello now. And she, they said, they told us at one point that she came from the angelic realms. And when people hear her talk, um, so you can hear these very loving frequencies in her voice. So I turn it over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, um, the angelic realm is a very um, loving place. It's service to others, and it's dedicated to help people um, to uh, cross over and to find themselves and to help uh, them repair uh, themselves, destimulate uh, after they have been uh, in a lifetime in deep deep realm. So this is a very interesting adventure. 
that is expanded my my understanding, my my grasp of of what is on the other side and how it relates to us. And we have got thousands of channels, and they're available on the spiritchannel.net. Uh, so you're welcome to go in there, and there's even a search engine at the end, end of it, um, which it's not a complete search engine because if there's no transcription, if it is uh, just the audio, um, it might not pick the subject you're searching for up, but it might be there. Uh, so welcome, everybody. Uh and uh, back to Jackie. And then back to Wynn. All right. So early on when I was talking to them, to the Elohim, and I was trying to vet them, I was asking questions. And, and when they first started talking to me, I was so intimidated. I didn't even know what to ask. My questions were kind of dumb, but they were okay. But then, when they said who they were, and they they were the Elohim, and they started to explain who they were, um, I started asking questions, trying to understand how someone could relate to them, and what did they have to offer us? So, this is a session where I ask some questions like that. Why is it that you are available to us to answer these questions? Elohim, we have always been available to those who would ask, seek us. When? So anyone, anywhere who is sincerely seeking could find a way to connect with this kind of communication. Elohim, if that is the intent of the recipient, our frequencies, our information, our beingness is present for those who can properly receive it. When, how could someone who doesn't have the ability of channeling Connect with the support of your council. Elohim, by going deeply within the self for the answers that you seek, available universally to all. When? Why is it on this level that people cannot connect with or experience their connection with divine source? Elohim, because there are veils in place in this level and continue to be until you reach fifth and sixth density. You have chosen this as part of your evolutionary makeup, part of the design. When, if someone is living within their veils, what can they do to penetrate through their veils? What kind of exercise, if they have decided this is something they would want 
to lift above. Elohim. First, there must be intention. Then there must be persistence. Then there must be vision of that which could be beyond the veil. These combined provide the backdrop for further disillusion of the mental strictures holding in a person. Okay. Let me see if there's anything more I want to read here. No, that's a good point to stop. Okay. And we are going to move on and what we do now is we create a group intentions to shift our reality in a more positive direction. And the first thing we do is go through the earthquakes and volcanoes of today in the last 24 hours. And Jennifer is going to do this. and. As she does it, think of these areas that are being called attention to and send them calm energy. For the idea of calming down potential earthquakes. Okay, and I turn it back to Jackie. Well, you just gave a wonderful introduction to Jennifer, so let's let's uh, meet Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who will take us on that tour of the planet to so all these areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, I would like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us as we do our little meditation across the globe. We're like little pixie dust, we sprinkle pixie dust all over the world. In reality, it's calming energies. And tonight, we're going to start with a quick look at Hawaii. Um, Pretty much a standard day in Hawaii today. Of course, we have 2.9 Pahala, and that was the largest today um, of all the earthquakes. And we did have, there were 27 little earthquakes there. And then up on um, the flanks of Mauna Loa, we had a 2.6. And out in the sea, there's a seamount south of the island that is named Luihi. I hope I'm saying it correctly. And just beyond that, there could be another unnamed, unknown um, seamount there. And we had two earthquakes in the same spot, 2.6 and a 2.5. So we just want to spend the entire island, and most importantly, what we can't see under the sea, so to speak, um, the undersea volcanoes and the fracture zones and the fault lines and the hot spots.
spot, the Hawaii pond. And now we're going to continue the journey um, by moving down towards New Zealand. We're going to take a look at the islands of New Zealand proper. We have two islands. There's the South Island, we have 3.8, and the North Island, we have 3.1. So they were all good to go. That's acceptable. And then we're going to move up the Kermadec Trench, and we had a 5.6 and also a 4.7. And this is the region that is so volatile. Um, it's being pushed up from below. And we're going to continue on this Kermadec Trench up to almost where it ends. And that's going to be a 4.6 over in Tonga. And then we move across the... Um, the Papua New Guinea area, nothing was there today. We come over to Indonesia, and we had fours all throughout the, the land there. And we also have Semeru. Um, I did do a little checking today, and Semeru, they're still looking for people under the pyroclastic flows. So the situation is pretty grim there. So we want to send calming, healing energies to Indonesia and the people of Java. That's where that uh, volcano is. And now we're going to turn towards the north. We come up to Taiwan. We did have a 4.7. And then up to Japan, a little bit further northward along the same fault line, we have a 5.0 in Japan and a couple of fours as well. And Suwanozajima is erupting. And we're going to move up past the Russian uh, Kamchatsky area. We're going to move over to the Aleutians, where we had a 4.5 and also a 4.0. However, on land, everything was under 3 in Alaska. We're going to move down through Canada. We had a 4.0 in British Columbia and also a 3.1. You won't find those on the USGS, however. <laughs> I found them on the uh, European agency. And then moved down to Washington. We had a 2.4 in, oh, boy, I'm not murder And also Mount Rainier was rumbling today. So we want to send calm to that whole area. And then moving down through into California, we just had a really typical standard day. Everything was rumbling. Nothing was uh, major. California, the geysers were still rumbling as usual. San Andreas Fault. Southern California, the largest I found there was a 2.0. And on the eastern part of the state, we have the Walker area that is still rumbling. It's low level at this point. The Long Valley Caldera area, um, and also Ridgecrest, which is always busy swarming. Um, before we leave the U.S., I would like to mention that West Texas had a 3.5, or I'm sorry, 3.7 today, and the areas around West Yellowstone were rumbling. Also, uh, Montana had a few low levels in Idaho. Now, these all factor in to uh, Yellowstone, so we want to extend calm. Moving down into Mexico, we had a 
And in the Gulf of California, we still have that swarm going on, uh, fours and threes. Moving a little bit further south down to Guatemala, we did not have any seismic, but we have fuego erupting. Moving down to um, Nicaragua, Uh, we have 3.1. Costa Rica, also 3.1. Oh, here's what I was trying to get to. It was just one that just came up. It was a 4.4 in Nicaragua as well. Moving down into um, South America, Colombia had Nevada del Ruiz erupting, but no seismic. Ecuador has CNJ and Reventador erupting, no seismic. Peru, we had a 5.1 at the Peru-Ecuador border. And then we also have Sabancaya erupting. And moving a little bit further southward to uh, Bolivia, we had a 4.3. And then down into Chile, it was really quiet today. 3.2 was the largest I found. And Nevada de Chilean is erupting. And then we're going to come around the Tip of South America and go eastward to the South Shetland Islands. We had a 5.0, a 4.9, a 4.5 there. Going to also continue eastward just south of Africa. Um, That's what the USGS was calling it. We had a 5.3. It is on the Southwest Indian Ridge is what it's called. And if you look at a map, it's sort of a continuation of where the South Shetlands are. We're going to move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge to Iceland. We did have a 3.0 there. And there's another volcano there that is having glacial flooding. I don't believe that any humans are in, in harm's way. So we just want to send them calm. And then uh, the Canary Islands, the trouble spot here. It does seem to be lessening somewhat, and I would like to think it's us, but I'm sure there are a lot of people praying for an outcome that we are praying for. And we did have 33 earthquakes there today, 3.5 and less. So that's a big um, downtick, if you could call it that, in the number and also the seismicity of it, because we were having a lot that was in the uh, fours. And even there was a five there earlier in the eruption cycle. So the the volcano is still erupting. There is still lava flow, and it is still um, plowing its way through other neighborhoods right now. Um, so we just want to continue with uh, what we've been doing, which is sending calming energy to the entire Canary Island area. And then moving across uh, the Strait of Gibraltar, we're still having swarms there. And then moving north of Spain, they're calling it the North Atlantic Sea, but it's just north of Spain. It would be west of France. Um, We had a 3.5 there, which is kind of unusual. And then moving across Europe, we had a 2.8 in Italy and Etna is busy erupting again, 2.8 in Poland, 3.3 in Romania, 2s in Greece, which is a huge relief (laughs) to those people, 
3.2 in Turkey, 3.8 in Iran, 4.8 in China, and to top it off, a 5.0 in Myanmar, which used to be Burma. And that pretty much brings us right back to the point of beginning. Oops, I just noticed something new here popped up. Um, a 5.5 on the Mid-Indian Ridge. This is almost in a line with the one that I just mentioned. The um, the Actually, the South Shetland, the South of Africa, it was 5.3. And this 5.5, they're all in a line. So take that for what you will. Let's just send the entire globe are calm. And I will send you all back to Jackie. I'll thank each and every person for participating. Thank you. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in addition to these geophysical issues that we just addressed with Jennifer, we are also concerned about many other situations occurring in our world. So in just a few minutes, Wynn will take us on his guided visualization, where he will address many of those other issues. But first, the phone lines will be unmuted, and you have the opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And thank you all for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. I would like to please provide enhancement of all assistance on my dad with that light giving properties at all times. For the highest greatest good. Thank you. Thank you. This is Alicia. I'd like to put into light all those being affected by the COVID virus and the vaccination. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I'd like to place the awakening of humanity into the light, and I ask the Elohim to do anything that they are able to do to facilitate this awakening. Recently, I've been hearing certain people who are in a position to have information beyond what the general public is privy to say that it seems to them that more and more people are waking up. More and more people are beginning to see that something is not right about our planetary current affairs. Something does not make sense. This is progress. There will come a time when so many people realize this, that there will simply be no question. People will stop cooperating with the things that make no sense. They will stop cooperating with plans designed to rob them of their free will their livelihoods, their health, and the health of their children. They will start saying no, no more. I thank the Elohim for their part in helping this to come to pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jeannie. This is Jennifer from Greensburg, and I would like to put each and every person on this call into the love light, including our friends and our family members and our loved ones and also, most importantly, our pets who we dearly love. Um, I would also like to make special mention of Wynn and Terry, that each of us send them our love light energy, that they can continue with this work uh, with vigor and good health. I'd also like to make mention of Cecil and Betty who need our prayers. 
Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom, our buddy in San Jose, White Dove and Willow, and Phyllis in Washington, and Joe T. in Washington, and Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby, and Jill and Robert, who are both battling COVID, and Hyatt and Kathleen, who both need healing. And I keep coming to Dr. Art's name, and I I just want to send him loving energies in wherever he is. And I'd like to put myself in this healing energy. Thank you. Thank you. Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Mike Lindell and for the lawsuit he's preparing to file alleging that the 2020 election was stolen. Thank you. Muted. Lynn, your turn. Okay, we're going into our guided visualization. Can you hear me, guys? Yes. All right. Yeah. And we've learned that when we do this call, we have the intelligences and the consciousness of these group souls who want to help create more positive outcomes on our planet. And we thank them for showing up and doing what they do. First thing we do is we surround our planet and we become repeater stations for the energies and or the fruits that um, exist. And I mentioned fruit because Terry and I have been drinking a lot of fruit juice lately and it's really good, particularly dark cherry. brings energy. And, um, but we are surrounding our planet and we are going to send positive energy to the entire surface of Earth, every square foot. Now we go and we do special focuses on the surface of Earth, starting out with the humans and the service to other humans, little humans who are working to make a difference of some sort. And we go to the children who are least wise, and we ask as they get older, they can start tapping into their own wisdom. Then we have the plant life on our planet. 
from trees to grass. And the plants bring in energy from the higher realms, move it through their stalks, into their roots, and whatever else is underneath. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, which stresses up and down the Atlantic Ocean in the middle of it, starting from an Airbnb and we go to the insects of our planet. We ask that those insects, which are part of the cycle of nature, can be allowed to thrive and grow. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go back to the surface of the planet and we're going to do the major earthquake zones. And we're spending, you know, time on earthquakes because many people predict this to be the time of great changes, and we're trying to make those great changes actually more normal. We go to all those earthquakes and volcanoes anywhere on our planet that could turn into major events. We ask our sources to help us bring calm energy to all of these earthquakes and volcanoes. We ask to bring that energy to our own sink for revival. We go to droughts and we ask for rain in those areas where there's not enough rain and vegetables are dying or being recycled by the government. We go to the governments of our planet, and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe, cared for.
we go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on planet Earth, starting with coronavirus and its mutations. And we ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they be strengthened. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that cause people to rise to the higher levels. Anything in food, air, water, or vitamins. We also ask Lauren to do the same. We go to the awareness of people and the unawareness of the misrepresentation of almost all current events in the news. We go to the negative elite and their agendas to destroy life. And we ask that their agendas might be transmuted into something positive. We go to the people on our planet who suffer from loneliness, from not enough money, no no friends, and we send this energy We go to the governments of our planet. We ask for qualities of leadership, like benevolence, compassion, integrity, ethics, courage. And we ask for those countries 
that are adversarial with each other can find ways and means of settling their differences peacefully. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We go to transmutation of toxic materials. Starting off with coronavirus, radioactivity, radio waves, microwave waves, Anything in food, air, water, or medicine. And we include here nanobots, and GMO food. We bring the energy back to ourselves. We envision that energy. It flows through the universe. That it's theirs, ours for the taking once we tune into it. We see that energy landing on our personal rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we bring this energy into our apartment, our room, our home, and spread it through every square foot every cubic foot. We see this energy traveling along the outer walls of our home protecting us from negative vibrations.
when we invite that energy to flow through our chakra system, expanding us. We move this energy through our body. We open our chakras. We break down obstacles. We remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily occupying these physical bodies on planet Earth. We're going to bring the verbal part of this call to an end. We're going to leave the lines open for those of you that want to hold this energy. I thank all of you for being here. I thank Terry for being the source of channeled information. I thank BBS Radio for putting this on tonight. And if you want to go check out our work, we have an archive website of all of our calls, perhaps 2,000 of them. And we have many people visiting this website, listening to those calls, and having kind of enlightening experiences. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded. This session is no longer being recorded.